1: Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with my co-hosts, Jack Balsley and Nelson Newth. Nelson, welcome back. We know that right before, um, you know, I want to say a couple shows ago, uh, you mentioned that you and the family were taking a trip. Um, so, of course, just like we do on every single show before we talk about anything basketball related, tell us how you're doing. Tell us how the trip was. What did you guys do? Update us.
0: Yeah, man it was um, it was a good family vacation uh, we went to Disneyland um, and I was just uh, telling you guys that um, you you're gonna look to spend a lot of money if you <laughs> if you venture out to those parks we did the hopper oh, yeah. thing where you can go back and forth and um, it was um, a lot of um, ducats um a lot of money if um oh, yeah. it was just it was just crazy but the boys my twins had a good time and um and then we hung out in santa monica and did some fun stuff and um so it was a nice getaway it's always nice just to kind of recharge although i think most people especially people who have kids say you know i need a vacation after my vacation um <laughs> that's yeah. kind of how i feel right now but i but i'm really
1: happy to be back with you too very cool. Very cool. Jax, talk to us, man. How uh, how was your week? What's going on?
2: It's going good, man. Glad glad it's over. But uh you know, yeah. just happy to happy to see the playoffs start. Those playing games were a lot more entertaining than I thought they'd be. So I kind agree.
1: of yeah. that. Very cool. Very cool. Hey. I hey, mean, really quickly,
0: how about you, brother Jeremy? Yeah,
1: yeah. Nah, man, I'm 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 good. You know, um life is uh treating me real well right now. I'm in the process of um, trying to get trying to get my house, um, so you know I'm, I'm going through this the whole process with the loan officer and da 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 So, you know, I, I submitted my loan application. I want to say just last night. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Hey girl, well, you know what? Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm trying to see what I you know what I can qualify for, and then. um, you know, then it's time to go shopping and see see who who takes my offers, right? It's so,
0: always mm-hmm. it's always really good because that's what I do for a living, right? Is um outside is just um real estate, so nice. It's always good to um be able to purchase your own home and mm-hmm. um you are now paying yourself instead of somebody else, so right. Um, so that's great, and I wish you the best of luck.
1: Oh. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've had a, I've owned a condo in Aurora before, but I think now like I'm looking, I want to, I want a home, like a right, family man. home. I want that feel. I want to go outside and be able to cut my own grass, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like that's, that's what I'm really excited about. And my daughter talks about it all the time. She always says, daddy, I want a backyard, you know, so I'm doing everything in my power to get her something. And, and, you know, it's kind of to start that legacy, right. You know, sure. where she has a home if need be and things like that, just to, you know, to go through life. So um, yeah, man, I'm excited. Fun. I appreciate it. appreciate it. It's, it's just one of those things where like, I'm really, this is the biggest thing on my mind right now. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure I get that done. But you know, if you're in the process of trying to secure a home, the nuggets can win a championship during that time. That'll make it extra, extra, you know, extra special. Right. Yeah, of course.
0: Of course. But yeah,
1: guys, listen, um, obviously, you know, Nelson, while you were on your vacation, a lot of things happened. Jack mentioned, the play-in games that did happen, and now we do know who the Nuggets' first-round opponent is. Right, so we found out last night that it would be the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, as of right now, um, just looking at the the general landscape of how Nuggets fans are feeling on Twitter, right? You know, you, yeah. you as soon as the game um, the game was over last night, you kind of feel the tension. You could you could see it because now divisional opponent, right? I mean, either way, it would have been a divisional opponent um, because had the Thunder as well. But there's just something about the history between the Nuggets and the Timberwolves, man, obviously starting with the whole Tim Connolly situation, right? You know, you have your guy who goes over there, then some of the players are over there now. And, um, you know, it's just just looking back at just the amount of the games that the Nuggets have had versus this Timberwolves team from the last – game of the season in 2018 to determine who get make, makes it to the playoffs and, yeah. you know, even just playing them after that, you know, and obviously we, we've talked about it um numerous times throughout the season where the Nuggets would play the Timberwolves and the Nuggets would always be on the second night of a back-to-back, right? Yeah. And the one time that that was not the case, the Nuggets absolutely destroyed them. So, but, I mean, albeit, Carl um, Anthony Towns was not playing. So, you know, I, I do have to... Make sure that that is known, but Carl Anthony Towns is back and he is healthy and he is playing well right now. So um, Nelson, what are your thoughts now? Thoughts, yeah. Thoughts. The Timberwolves. Um, What are you thoughts, thoughts about that? And then, as well as what do you think will be the end result to the series? Who wins and in how many games? Just give us just your general thoughts on the series. Well,
0: first of all, when you started talking about Minnes- uh, Minnesota. And I'll pretend to be a Canadian, eh? <laughs> um,
1: uh, when you talk
0: about Minnesota, um, I actually think back to when Carmelo uh, played Minnesota in the playoffs a couple of years in a row, and mm-hmm. we we got knocked out of the first round Wasn't by Minnesota. First,
1: first playoff series as well, yeah. And Against there was a, there AGing was a, them
0: right. Well, yeah, and they had a defender, and I do not remember his name, but he just got into. Um, Carmelo's chicken and, or his chili as Scott Hastings would say, (laughs) got in his grill and basically shut him down on some levels. Um, and they really, they really dominated Denver. And then I think about the, the one game where it was the last game of the season and we had to win that game to go into the playoffs and they lost against Minnesota. Um, so I think about that. I also think about the fact that, I hope that the fans and the team do not get so comfortable that this is just going to be an easy playoff series because it's one and eight. It's not, it's going to be a tough, tough series. Um, They were five and three against Denver in the regular season. And um, you know, although the, I guess the Minnesota fans last night were saying we want Denver Mm. um, obviously be careful what you wish for on that end as well. Yeah. But I think my my questions come from, okay, what happens now when uh, Nicola gets the ball? Um, there's going to be a double team with Gobert and Towns, I'm guessing, right? Now, he hasn't faced a double team with two seven-footers. So this is going to be a different kind of matchup from that standpoint. And... Um, uh, is Nas Reed out of this he game? is. He is. He's Did
1: out he... he's out for the series. So is uh Jada McDaniels. They're Those are that's huge. Mm-hmm. That oh, is yeah. absolutely oh, huge.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nas Reed's a player. He is. And so is McDaniels, actually. So that's yeah. huge for the Nuggets. Um, but obviously Carl Anthony Towns is a good, you know, starting center. I think um everybody in Denver thinks Nicola dominates Rudy Gobert, and so um, that, that part to me is, is not in question, but I just wonder about the double team. Then I have a flip side, a flip back to you guys in a question. And that is, would you tweak the lineup at all for this? Um, and here's my thought. And you can tell me if you think I'm crazy, I would consider starting Jordan and Jokic and moving Porter, um, as a, um, let's say small we'll keep porter at the same position but then have um ag play against um their score edwards edwards mm-hmm. and um kick kcp out of the lineup now i know that's probably that's not going to happen but i'm just wondering do you think it would be advantageous for us to match up against big on big or just leave it the way it is and and play it out like the way we've been playing all year
1: um well, I, here, the, way, the way that I see it, I think, I think we at least have to, to test the starting lineup on them first. And, and here's the reason why. Because the reason that I don't trust having like DeAndre Jordan or – well, yeah, DeAndre Jordan right now, especially to start, right? Because if he goes out on the perimeter, he's not, like, not going to be effective in, in any real way, right? Um, because one, Carl anthony Towns is going to be too quick for him. So he's going to blow by him pretty much any time to get to the rim, and he's going to draw those fouls. Um, so the only way that I see – I think, I do think Aaron Gordon might be the best bet just as a perimeter defender. Now, once he takes AG into the paint, then we don't necessarily know what's going to happen there because like, if Carl Anthony Towns is going to utilize his left and right hook shots or things like that, that's what we, we got to see. But Aaron Gordon is at least strong enough to – to to hold Carl Anthony Towns back just a little bit, um, so I think right now the way that I see it, KCP is the one is the one person that we need to see because of course on the last show that that all three of us did together, we talked about KCP, right? We talked about. Um, the fact that his threes were not dropping. And then he followed that up the next day of course, with, with hitting six threes, right? Of as, course. Soon as, as soon as we talked of about course, it, of all of a sudden he just, and that might've been the most threes he's hit in the game all season. I don't know, but I can't remember him hitting more than, more than five or six. I mean, Jack will probably know more than I, um, uh, he is not. So, so right. So, so it's like, he, it almost seems like he heard the fans. He heard us talking and, um, I think this is a situation where we we kind of we, we see what it looks like, right? Especially game one. Um, yeah. I think you let AG go out there and play that perimeter defense against Carl Anthony Towns because he is a really good shooter for a big, right? I mean, of course, last season um, winning the three-point shootout and everything. So he has the ability to stretch the floor. So I think you need Aaron Gordon or you need somebody that's quicker than a DeAndre Jordan out there now. I could trust the DeAndre Jordan on a Rudy Gobert. That's what I I'm could, saying. I could definitely and see then that. Jokic
0: on um, Towns.
1: Jokic on Towns. Okay. Yeah. I, see, Jokic that, on Towns. That yeah. that could that could be an interesting could be an interesting matchup for sure. Um, it'll just this is this is me
0: being that. a coach thinking oh, like would yeah, I yeah. make would I yeah. make some changes in the lineup and and I, and again you know I think the the chances of that happening are are zero percent. Right. Um, But I just wondered, thought out loud, like, is that something that you guys would consider if you're Mike Malone? Or do you just say, this is our strength, we're sticking with it, and you have to defend us on the other end as well. So, yeah.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
0: That is a harsh lesson in business.
2: Sports is not as um, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't
0: want to do another stomp you out speech. It
2: opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal.
1: Listen to The Deal. Listen to
2: The Deal on Spotify. What
1: do you think, Jack? Yeah,
2: I mean, to both of your points, you guys had a great... I just I I think Malone if he, if he's as stubborn as he is with all of his other rotations oh for sure yep <laughs> you'll you won't see anything as creative as that but I I do I mean it's a good it's a good thought process just because of that matchup that Jokic has never seen before but you know. I think this game's gonna be real interesting to you, both of to what you said. It's not this easy cleanup series as we wanted it to be, but I think it'll challenge them in a lot of ways they haven't really seen as much because, you know, that especially that twin the Twin Towers as they call them. So yeah, they really haven't seen that kind of a lineup. So, you know, really get to see I just like the idea of Denver getting tested in different ways throughout the playoffs. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. that definitely strengthens them a lot more as a team just because they're not so complacent and they're not just kind of doing comfortable, what they're normally used to, I think it's very important to kind of stretch that. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say this, this game is definitely not a four zero. It could be a five one if nuggets kind of get their ball rolling. Um, but or four one not five one four one series, but you know it, it's really going to be dependent on the consistency. I think the biggest question we have is going to be Jamal Murray. He's doubtful, right. or I don't know if he's still officially doubtful. But with that hand or the thumb specifically, I mean, of course, that's <laughs> that's he's going to play. Jack, yeah. I can't. Yeah, imagine. I can't imagine I, a situation. I, where
1: There's no way. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I, I you know it's just it's not that it's a game changer. I mean, it's a game changer if he's not playing, but with him in, I, I think that it, it'll be, it'll just, I think he will get the team more confidence. And I think he knows that.
0: So let me ask you a question. Up. Let me ask yeah. you another question, Jack. Do you think Peyton Watson gets opportunities Ooh. during this series? Do you do you see windows where he'll get a chance to play? And that's for both of you guys.
2: Yeah. I mean, to that point, unfor- I want it to happen. I think we all want it to happen because of the promise he's shown. I would say Again, kind of how I started with Malone, that's going to be tough because Malone kind of backs himself into a corner if the games are close. I mean, he probably won't play him with the games are close regardless, but I just think I think Malone kind of doesn't want to ruin the mojo. I do think he would make an impact, especially in, in rotation. So I would love to see it. I think it would be a good kind of test, as you guys are kind of talking about the test that they need to uh, – to go through as well so I, I would enjoy it I would be I feel like they gotta be up for me to see him like I I don't I I think they gotta be up with a kind of a hefty amount for Malone to kind of be comfortable to play him but I mean I would say honestly for a lot of other coaches he's proven that he's ready to he's ready to play so we'll, we'll see Jeremy how about you
1: yeah um I mean I guess we all kind of know what Michael Malone's mo is and and He's not really the I'm going to play the rookies type guy. But we are seeing now, obviously, with Christian Brown, with Peyton Watson as of late or close to the end of the season, we are seeing that they are impactful, like they're impactful players. Right. So I true man. Listen, just just in my mind, I'm thinking. Dude, if you can't see the talent level of both of these guys and you don't utilize them. And I don't know. We're talking about Peyton Watson specifically because I'm pretty yeah. sure Christian Brown is going to get more He'll get his time. Comments. Right. Yeah, because, right. It. He's he's just trusted more and whatnot. What but I'm telling you guys now, if if there comes a situation where Anthony Edwards starts going off, because we've seen some situations where he's played really well and scored a lot against the Nuggets in the past. Now, he hasn't been playing very well, of course, if you look at the the play-in games. I mean, last night he played decent. He was really bad against the Lakers. But he has the ability to go off. And when you have something like that, of course, you have KCP. You can throw Bruce Brown. You can throw A.G. at him. Just different looks. But if you really want to switch it up and get some fresh legs, I do need to see a situation where Peyton Watson is out there guarding him. Because Peyton Watson was guarding Kevin Durant if if he can if he can guard and kevin durant has so much respect for peyton watson right yeah. and if he has the ability to guard kevin durant at least on, on a, an elite level if you compare just other players in the league if he's really good at that i can't imagine what he can do with anthony edwards because he's just as quick and he can he can contest a lot of shots obviously we saw what he that impact that he had against the Warriors, what he blocked, what, well, he had, what, what, three blocks in that game and two of them being on Steph Curry, on, like, really high layups. And, like, he has the ability to jump and he can move quickly. And I think that is going to be what separates him from a lot of defenders and just players moving forward because he has the ability to move your feet. Because every time you talk about, you know, footwork, most of the time you think about an offensive player. But as a defensive player, his footwork is is – some of the best that I've seen already. And he hasn't been in the league. I mean, he hasn't played a whole lot throughout the season. Of course, we saw, you know, a lot, you know, the last couple of games. But if he gets some minutes, one, I would be very impressed by that. Two, I would be very proud that Michael Malone is willing to, to give that a try because in a series like this, listen, yes, they don't have Jaden McDaniels. Yes, they don't have Nasri, but they still have a lot of firepower. Mike Conley can still go off. I'm sure Mike Conley thinks about that that last shot in that Utah series very, very often, right? And he would love to to get his lick back and beat the Nuggets in a series. I know he would. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns, he always gets up to play against Jokic because in his mind, he believes that he's better, right? He's always felt that way. And, you know, obviously with Rudy Gobert, same situation like I mentioned with Conley. He would love to get a win back on the Nuggets right now. So... Mike Michael Malone just has to make sure that he's able to to make the necessary adjustments which I doubt that he can because I haven't seen it I'm sure you guys feel the same way based on what you've seen but if he has the ability and he has the, the the insight to say you know what Peyton Watson should be out here in this possession or at this moment right now let's get him out there if we start seeing that then I would be like huh maybe Michael Malone has something different but if I don't see Peyton Watson then it's like, dude. Especially if they're not winning, like, bro. Because we've already spoke about this. If the Nuggets don't win this series, dude, I don't hear nothing. <laughs> I don't want to hear I I don't want to hear the name Michael Malone anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think everyone is, and I. I feel like I'm Angus Young. I don't know if you guys know ACDC, um, <laughs> because I'm agreeing with everything that you're that you're saying, um, and I think that Peyton Watson would be a great. Um, a great defender to come in and spot defend against um, Edwards. I think mm-hmm. that if Mike Malone is smart, he'll find out a way to to put him in the re- uh, rotation on some level. Even Ish Smith said in interviews um, recently that he feels like Peyton Watson's going to be a key part of the playoff run. So, so, I think that I think defensively, not offensively, but defensively, he's certainly ready. I think the one weakness that he does have, he is still slight of frame. I mean, he's only two hundred pounds, right. Anthony Edwards is a beast um, and could you know, be probably more physical with him right. um on the low block. But I really like like what you talked about, and that's why I was shaking my head. Yes. Again, going back to thinking about coaching, the lateral quickness, his lateral foot quickness, Peyton Watson, his ability to get in front of the defender is the best on the team.
1: Yeah. Period. I I agree with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he moves as fast as anyone defensively. And I think that's why Malone even thinks of playing him. Because, as you said, he's not really keen on playing rookies. But, I think he comes out as one of our best defenders right out of the blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, I just want to say something about this. I have self-admitted that I did not like the draft picks in the beginning, right? I, I, I didn't either. Because I yeah. didn't know much about them, honestly. <laughs> no, I didn't know much about them, and I, I no. ripped on both of them. I thought this was so idiotic. Um, And I admit it. Fully admit it but I got The nastiest Twitter comment Like two weeks or a week ago Where some dude went Off on me and just Was so nasty he Talked about my family members And stuff like that yeah 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 and I was just like Really dude you're Sick and twisted if you're if you're doing that because I was wrong and self admittedly wrong about like the whole thing and I don't
1: want to get into it anymore. But wait wait wait. So wait, I just blocked I just block wait, wait, the dude. I, I get I block, it. Nelson Nelson, Nelson Nelson Nelson. Hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on. So are you are telling me that because you were incorrect about a prediction, correct a basketball prediction about Peyton Watson or a rookie or whatever that looks like somebody went after your family. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for
1: select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dude. Yeah. Because we, we, we've had obviously the conversation about like Twitter trolls and these weirdos that are hiding on the internet. We've had yeah. this conversation <laughs> before and...
0: I just blocked the dude and just said, forget okay. you know, like whatever. But... um because I I think if you respond to people like that, like you're giving them more breath and they don't deserve, you know, that. And so
2: um,
0: it's just, it's out of control, you know, that's just the Twitter universe. So like, I don't let it affect me, but in the same sense, I thought it was disgusting. Um, But it is what it is. I want to talk about basketball, not, not that, but uh, anyways um, I'm super impressed with both of the rookies and i very happy that they're on our team. And I, I know Christian's going to play. And let's hope that Peyton gets some time as well.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I got a question for you guys. So last, uh, I guess the game was what, last night, the OKC game. Mm-hmm. For that result, how much would you say, and for both of you, how much would you say that the Timberwolves were dominant because of their roster versus the Oklahoma City's youth? and kind of their inexperience as a, as a form team. So, I mean, granted they've showed that they can show up, especially that first game, but you know, of course they did Oklahoma city is a super young team and Minnesota's, I mean, they are kind of pieces, put put together at this point. So, I mean, what would you say is that, that kind of ratio of, of dominance versus like a versus a bad team versus them, you know, kind of playing, excuse like, me. You know, Bucky. I'm not lucky,
0: but that should not uh, be. I'm not uh, with that. Jeremy, up to you. I mean, I, I just think it's it, both. It personally, is personally. I it think is. it's both the fact that they're inexperienced, and they had no they had no size to deal with. I was going to say Gover- that. Yeah. Go Gover- Bear yeah. mm-hmm. Towns. They they did. They were not well equipped to deal with a big man in the low block, um, and they got dominated. I thought physically, and I think that's why I wanted. The Nuggets to play them so badly because I felt like Joker could have his way against against them. Oh, they yeah. don't have anyone uh, physically to match up against a big five, and and Minnesota obviously has a big five and a big four. Yeah. So that's what I thought. And then you couple that with the the inexperience. That I think that's why they lost.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I I agree. I mean, just just watching them play. Um, I mean, of course, the Thunder moving forward, they may probably be the most exciting team in the league yeah. with their in terms of their future, right? They oh my have, goodness. They have they have so many draft picks. They have a, a star player, well, they have two because Josh Giddy to me is excellent, man. Like I love watching Josh Giddy play. Um, you know of course, Lou Dort, excellent defender. they got Chet Holgram, who's coming back healthy next season because he you know he was what the what second overall pick. Yeah. And then and then he didn't play all year. Um, so they have a they have such a bright future. But, yeah, I mean, I just think in that series, yes, the youth did play a role in it. But I think what Nelson brought up as well, the bigger thing was the fact that they had no size whatsoever. It's just that wow. I mean, well, who are they starting? Jalen Williams, who's also a rookie. And, and he's like a six, like eight. A, yeah. He's like a stretch four more. So he's not a in the block type of player. He stays out and he shoots the three and yes, he can get rebounds from time to time, but their lineup is not set up for to play against a team like that. Um now here's 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 the here's the the upside for the Nuggets. Now, I understand that the Nuggets don't necessarily have a lot of shot blocking in the paint, right? So of course you kind of have to worry about that. Um, because Anthony Edwards can get to the to the paint pretty well as well, and of course, Carl Anthony Towns can get to the paint as well. I mean, Rudy Gobert, you, you have to worry about that that pick their pick and roll, right? Because him and Mike Conley, a lot of alley oops, stuff like that, that the Nuggets are gonna have to deal with. But the difference is this: the Nuggets do have backup bigs now, right? All we need, and, and, and here's how it's gonna break down. If we can get Anything like what we saw in that final game of the season from Thomas Bryant, if we can get that, very good situation. If DeAndre Jordan can go out there and at least just be just be effective, just for a couple minutes, and let Jokic, of course, because I'm I am not going to lie to you guys, there are going to be a couple times during this series where Jokic is going to be in foul trouble. Yeah, yes, I, I just I just know it just based on they are going to attack him, so they're going to get him in foul trouble. So. Thomas Bryant and DeAndre Jordan have to be ready to step up in moments, but I think the Nuggets are more equipped because they have more size that they can put out there. Um, Because, yes, DeAndre Jordan may not be the household name like he was when he was on the Clippers, but he does provide size. He is a, a, a actual seven footer who can go out there and he can actually block shots um and he we can saw, still jump man he can still jump we saw it the other day they were, yeah dude, reggie jackson was throwing the ball up high and yeah he was going man he went up to get that yeah right yeah. so and of course athleticism doesn't just work on one side of the ball he yeah. can get blocks on the other end as well if need be so i think that is why the nuggets that's the biggest difference between the nuggets and of course the nuggets are more skilled team and they have more weapons overall um, and this is a more experienced team now. After going through the 2019 playoffs, that that seven-game series against the Spurs, the seven-game series against the Blazers, losing based on that. Dude, we were right there almost going to the Western Conference Finals then, right? right. And then CJ McCollum hit those big shots to end that game. And then, of course, you go to next year in a bubble. The Nuggets get to the Western Conference Finals, back-to-back 3-1 deficits, come back, lose to the Lakers in, what, five? And then then you had injuries the next year. So the thing that I like about the Nuggets now, which is one of the biggest differences between them and the Thunder, the Nuggets have been through some stuff like they've been through. Like they have a mental point to reference to say, you know what, go back to that place where you were when you were playing the Suns and you were in the sitting on that bench while you were getting swept against the Suns. What were you thinking about? Get back to 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 remember why you're in this spot right now. You got a team full of guys who's been through it with you. You're not alone. Like these are the things that Michael Malone should be preaching to his guys, and I would assume that he's doing that, right? Yeah. But the Nuggets have they have been through some things, so I think that right there is going to help the Nuggets in this series um, because they have to remember why they're doing this, right? And even and I do like the quote that I saw um from when they when they asked Jokic just about where he is right now and what he's looking forward to and everything is just like for him it's all dude we are a team and we're gonna get we're gonna do our best to get this done like that is that is how he's talking right now and, and we all know Jokic. he's a, already a, he's been a selfless guy anyway he never talks about himself he never talks about anything individual um unless he actually feels like he did something wrong and then he's like yeah i should have did better or i should have did this Dude, isn't that crazy to see superstars like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just and I love that he says that, but I want to, I want to see something different also, Mm -hmm. Jeremy and and Jack. Um, Mm -hmm. I really do. I want to see a guy who is is unselfish like he is, right? And I don't think he's going to change his game, right? But what I want to see is, I want to see an aggressive, um, Nicola. Yeah, offensively where he's active around the basket, taking shots to the hoop, shooting his three pointer, getting the mid range. Look, I want to see him be the dominant player that he's supposed to be. And now maybe that, and maybe that won't happen. Cause he's, he's never really shown that, right. He's shown that he's super unselfish. He's always willing to pass. And, but I, I want to see another level from him if that's possible. How great he is already. Oh, it's possible. Yeah. I want to see see that other level. The (laughs) other thing I wanted to say, and I was just thinking about this out loud, is um, I want to see KCP. If KCP is going to start, which he is, I want to see KCP on Conley to start with. Does, Does anybody even know who their fifth starter is? I don't even know the guy's name. I'm sorry. You got Conley, you got Edwards, you got Gobert, and you got Towns.
1: Who's the it, fan? It's, it's Torian Prince? Torian Prince is. Oh, he, is Torian Prince? He usually starts. He did not start in the last game against the Thunder because they wanted to start Nikhil Alexander, who is oh, okay. Sta's cousin. I know. So, so they Nikhil wanted am. to they wanted him out there to do that. But and Torian it, look, Prince look, does start. Torian for them. Prince
0: is a good, really good, and he's a right. ki- He's a little bit of a nugget killer. Yeah. Um. So. So, anyways, I, I just I want to see KCP. I want to see KCP on their best guard, and in my mind, that's Conley. I consider Edwards more of a small forward in this case, okay. um,
1: but maybe maybe he is the um, the yeah, other usually, guard. Usually he's the two because Jaden McDaniels, who got injured, right. usually that's the guy, but of course – That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: he yeah. is the other guard, but I want to see – I think Conley is going to be also a difference maker is my point. Oh, yeah. Uh, He is a solid leader, and I want to see a really good defender on him. And I think KCP is our best perimeter defender. He's certainly better than Jamal. I think we can all agree on that. And so I want to see that more of a matchup. Um, And then I don't know how you would match up Jamal, I guess, more maybe on... um, I don't know if I would want him on Prince necessarily. I certainly wouldn't want him on Edwards. So maybe it is just Jamal against yeah, Conley. It, it, it
1: will be. I mean, that's then Jamal's got to play a better earlier.
0: defense mm-hmm. and we got to see not, we, I, I hate hearing this, right. The bubble Jamal, the bubble Jamal <laughs>
1: bubble Murray. Yeah. That's, I mean,
0: that's, that's time has come and passed, but I, what I did always love about Jamal is he took it on, to another level in the playoffs even before the bubble Mm -hmm. i want to see that jamal i want to see the eye of the tiger jamal i want to see the blue arrow jamal um that's what i i want to see him because i think he's that different guy i always thought of him almost like a mini robert Ori, that he was a different player in the playoffs so that's what i'm hoping for yeah
1: I think he. I think he definitely has the ability to do it, um, because I mean, think about this. He is definitely the guy in particular moments. Look at the going back to the Blazers game, right? Obviously, not in the playoffs. You had Damian Lillard hit a three to to give them the lead, and Jamal then he Murray, hit one right back. Jamal Murray saw that and was like, "You know what? All right, cool. Then it's my turn." Right? He has, and that was this season, right? right. So, so he has the ability to do it. We just need to see some consistency with it. Of course, we saw it even in the moment against the Warriors the last week of the season. That's where right. He had the defensive play against Clay Thompson to end the game. Like he has the ability to, to make these game changing plays, right? So, yes, people reference Bubble Murray and stuff because of the impact that he had on that Utah series. He had this, the impact against the Clippers dropping 40 in game seven against two of the most prolific defensive guys in the league on the perimeter or at the time were considered that. Um, so Jamal, he's he, his mentality is built for the playoffs. And because I truly believe that he gets bored. I truly I believe think you're right. It's bored because he is the type of player that he needs that pressure. And he always talks you know he, he always goes about um mentioning his dad, right he talks about his dad and the, the rigorous training that his dad used to put him under like I mean, if he missed a free throw, he had to run this amount of laps and do all this type of stuff like Jamal is is, and of course, you know you you hear about certain players who who play even better in the playoffs who have that that killer mentality. He has that, but he don't you don't you rarely see it in a regular season because I just don't think he's as engaged. but now, there, this is it. This is it. Yes, I understand this thumb injury and all this type of stuff. And I know he's gonna play, he's absolutely gonna play. Um, because on the where what today is, what the 15th on the 12th, he said that he was actually a full participant on the 12th. So that was three days ago. Um, full participant in practice, but he still mentioned that when he caught the ball, it was affecting like he would, it was just a, a mental thing. Like he was thinking yeah. about it, um, for his shooting, dude. Listen to me. Once, once he goes out there and he hits a shot, he hits a free throw, he hits something like that. That'll go away. It'll go away because the finger's not broken. It's nothing like that. And I think he'll remember that, dude. I just went through an ACL tear, and I had to reconstruct all this stuff and get my game back. I'm not gonna allow a thumb. And and I'll tell you this: it's gonna take probably a shot by like Anthony Edwards for for Jamal Murray to be like, okay, now 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 we got us a little fight. So. I'll tell you guys, man, I'm excited to see what Jamal is going to bring in these playoffs. And Nelson, I know we spoke that we spoke about Jokic and you wanting him to take it to that next level. He usually does in the playoffs. Right. So so he usually goes. He doesn't try to average a triple double in the playoffs like he's Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that he's going to go at these guys. Because if you think about it, there is nobody as much as we talk about the the opposition. There is not a soul on this Timberwolves team that can stop Nikola Jokic. Nobody. And the difference between, like, if they decide to double team, if Michael Porter Jr. is hitting threes the way that that we saw him capable of hitting them this season, good luck double teaming. Because he will bury them. Like, just him in particular, he will bury them. So Jokic has to get that mentality of, listen, I mean, we don't have to tell him anything about his passing. We know he will pass out of double teams with no problem. But when he has that one on one matchup against Towns, against Gobert, against whoever they put on him, he needs to eat like he needs to just go at them and not even think twice. Put your head down and do what you did to Brook Lopez, who is one of the, the best defensive bigs in the league. Do what you did against him to them because none of those guys can stop you. Once we see Jokic do that and continue passing out of double teams, the Nuggets will win this series. And I know we're we're about to close here real soon, but for me personally, I have the Nuggets in six. That's just it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty close there. And and to your point, I think – Everything Jokic has accomplished, like he's already accomplished everything he's wanted to besides that championship. So to your point, like that's all he wants to do now. So why wouldn't he put his, his whole effort in a game in to being the leading scorer, being the leading rebounder pass or passer, any of that, like anything he can do to elevate this team? And I think this as we've seen throughout these uh, this whole 82 game season, they're ready. They just have, they have to one believe in themselves. I, honestly, I think it going to be their biggest hurdle because I mean, looking finishing out the games with the, with the bench, like they clearly have something in them to win it. I mean, of course, the starters all season have had something they like, they, all of them have that fire it just seemed like at certain points, it hadn't connected yet. Like, like, like everybody's fire is kind of going off at a different time. So right. hopefully this playoffs is really unites them, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, Piggyback off you, Jeremy. I definitely say in six.
0: Um, yeah, I just, um, I think if they come out flat in any way, um, I'm going to be shocked. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and that was our, it, that seemed to be the problem after the Memphis game at home when they, they took the seven game lead. Um, and we were all like just coronating them as, you know, going to the NBA finals. Mm hmm and then to to go i believe one game over 500 the rest of the way out after that or near that showed that they they had some issues and i think yeah. a lot of the issues stem from um just coasting um and at least that was my take or at least i hope that's the take because um there were some other things going on and we talked about KCP and and Aaron Gordon also not, um, you know, basically having good second halves of the season, but you know, I, I'm hoping that this team is full throttle. And if they are, I think this is a very special team that has a chance to go very far in the playoffs. And, um, and I don't want to be a bandwagon person, but I'll, I'll, I'll do the six as well. I think that that's, that's reasonable. I think Minnesota is going to be a tough opponent for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't take them for granted, and I I kind of laugh on Twitter how people think we're just going to make this is going to be an easy ride. It's not. It's no, never no, is. No. Not a wouldn't this team. No. No, and I wouldn't be surprised if like we split the first two games here and then have to go win one there. I mean, that that is that is. That is very possible. And I think this team shows that it's very resilient. It's a veteran team now. And um we do need we need the KCP that hit those not six, but somebody who can be consistent at least shooting. three, man.
1: At least give three. us at least yeah.
0: three. Give us something from the outside, <laughs> right? Because right. he gave us nothing. So hopefully that also gives him some confidence to get out of that slump. You know, Bruce Brown was in a slump. He came out of it and was absolutely dynamic down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's hope that we get a, a good, strong KCP. And then Aaron Gordon's just got to be smart. To be a good defender, he's got to rebound better than he did during the regular season. Um, make make his explosive plays that he's going to get from uh, the Joker with the lobs and all that stuff. Uh, but know your role. And then MPJ's got to be his... Um, you know uh, wonderful outside self shooting uh, at a high percentage of the three ball. And if he can do that, which I think he will, then I think this team's going to go on a very successful run here.
2: I was just going to make one more point. I think, what a lot of people forget is a lot of these teams. I mean, one through A. I mean, I shouldn't say the Nuggets; they, they were pretty good with injuries this season. But I mean, you're looking at the Timberwolves. Cat was out most of the season. You're looking at the Lakers. AD missed a lot of time. Like all of, it, I would say all of these um, series are going to be super competitive. And I think it's because you're. I mean, luckily for all these teams, because we don't like seeing injuries. But luckily for these teams, you're you're seeing all these full strength playoff matches. And quite frankly, if all these teams had they're healthy players, the way the Nuggets did, not that the Nuggets wouldn't be first, but you would—I would see a very, very skewed Western Conference. So that's why I—I think is the biggest reason not to take any matchup lightly.
0: Yeah, and I think actually to that point, Jack, you make a good point. But I think that it does actually really affect when you guys told me about Nas Reed and McDaniel's. Mm-hmm. That's twenty some odd points that aren't going to be on the court during this series and Nas oh, yeah. Reed Nas Reed is a great offensive player yes. I mean if he started yes. and played on um, as a starter on most teams the guy would average probably 17 points a game mm-hmm. um, he's got some really great moves inside he's good in transition not a good defender but offensively he's really creative and I think the Timberwolves are going to miss both of those players. Both those players played really well against the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. Oh, for
1: sure. Mm -hmm. So, For sure, for sure. Now, I'll tell you guys, I had a random thought just now, and this is probably going to be a very, very hot take, right? But (laughs) I was thinking about the X factor of the Nuggets in the playoffs. Obviously, we know Nicole Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter. The per- there's, there's one person, I, I, you guys will probably not be able to guess who I'm about to say, but there's a particular player on the Nuggets right now that I have actually seen perform in the playoffs, right? So that probably winds that down a little bit for you. There's a player on the Nuggets who a lot of people, right at the end of the season, myself included, were taking a lot of shots at this guy, right? Because for some reason I saw just just some inconsistencies in his game. RJ. Ah. See now 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 Nelson you you got me because there's there's something about Reggie Jackson guys that 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 because we we may see some more of him depending on the severity of this this thumb thing with Jamal Murray, right? I do believe that he gained back some confidence not only from Michael Malone but his teammates in the last few games of the season. And as well as some of the fans, because I'll tell you, I look at him now and I am more confident in the fact that when the playoffs start, I don't mind seeing Reggie Jackson on the floor. Now, like at, at first I was at first, I think we all were like, man, what is What's this? going on with him? Right. But there's there's something there's just something about the moment where Jamal Murray is not on the floor. I think the last couple games of the season, I think that is what brought Reggie Jackson back to a place where he could be confident because I saw yeah. it. You yeah. saw like when he he would take step back shots and hit mid range, stop with the buzzer about to, to expire. And I'm like, that is the Reggie Jackson that we saw in the playoffs that helped them get to the Western conference finals. That is the guy.
0: But here's the question. Question is one is Malone going to play him. That's
1: the question. I guess we'll <laughs> that's the
0: question. Yeah. And number two, I think for a Reggie Jackson to be effective he can't be a spot player for 10 to 10 to 12 minutes. Right, right. He's not going to get into a rhythm like any ball player can get into a rhythm, especially somebody who's used to being a starter, right? He's got to play 20 to 23 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes a game. And then I think you're talking about what we saw in the last couple of games during the regular season. Right. I think the fact that he was allowed to fail in other words, have you know a couple missed shots, Correct. but still be on the court, and still find some type of rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that with Malone. I just don't know how he gets into that eight or nine man rotation. Um, but if but I agree with you one hundred percent. I think he could be, if not in this series, I think he could be instrumental in a run that the Nuggets make where we go back
1: and go that game that reggie jackson had was the difference maker yeah yeah i mean it's just it's the way the way that i see it is especially playing against what the second group of what the Timberwolves is jalen noel i mean he's a pretty pretty decent point guard um but reggie jackson can have his way with those guys especially because watching the Timberwolves play defense is not their thing and their best defender is jaden mcdaniels because I mean, truth be told, he is—he provides more of a defensive impact more so than Rudy Gobert, the three-time Defensive Player of the Year in the past. I still think that Jaden McDaniels provides more of a defensive impact than Rudy does now. Um, but there's just something about Reggie Jackson, guys. Like I just—I don't know what it is. Like it's just something. Like oh my mind, you're I keep right. Thinking, I keep thinking that there's gonna be a moment in this series where Reggie Jackson is going to be called upon and he's going to hit like a big shot or something is going to, I, I just think that, and maybe this is maybe I'm just totally wrong here and that's fine, but I'm just trusting in the fact that I've seen him up his game in the playoffs. I've seen him up his game in very big moments. And this is a big moment right here. So if, if I, if I see it the way that I see it and Michael Malone sees some level of, or has some level of confidence in Reggie Jackson, then I guess we'll see, but you might be right, Nelson, about just maybe the minutes might not be there for the playoffs, right? Because the, obviously, we know how playoffs are where the rotations you know I, go down to eight, nine guys, and um, but we'll. I see. don't think
0: you're wrong about that, Jeremy, at all.
1: I think you're right about what you
0: just said. I think that he will have an impactful presence in one of these series, and I expect I the Nuggets so, yeah. to win this series. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I think they will. And I think one of these games, one of these series, he's going to come in and be a big contributor. And we'll we'll look back on it and say, hey, you remember when we talked about that? So
1: Absolutely. I think it's a
0: good take from you.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Jack, before we head out of here, do you got any final thoughts, anything that you want to say to the people before we go into this slugfest of a series starting tomorrow? You
2: know, when I first – when Nelson first said RJ, my first thought was uh, Nuggets, Goat, Richard Jefferson. But um, (laughs) 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 Um, no, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It's going to be – I don't know if my Sunday is going to be stressful or if it's going to be exciting. So, I'm uh, glad
1: it's at the end of the day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so
2: glad. Exactly. So – I'm excited to watch it. Excited to watch it. Honestly, everything right now, it's been it has been super fun. But, yeah, it's going to be
1: exciting. Absolutely. Nelson, anything any Yeah, I mean, to... I
0: think I'm like Jack. Um, I'm also nervous. Um, there's an inherent nervousness about it. Um, I just don't think it's just a slam dunk from my perspective um, that they're just going to come out and destroy these guys. Like it's going to be a 30-point victory in game one. Uh, I think it's going to be a tight series. Um, I think they're going to have to step up defensively. They're going to have to be great on the boards. And But I do think they're going to come through with this and, and go to the next round. Um, and I want to hear them shut up some of their um, critics. And I won't mention any names, but Kendrick Perkins um, <laughs> might be on that list. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, And I, and I just want to see the Joker – maybe step out of his shell on the sense of he always lets the game come to him which I really respect. I want to see him take the game to the opponent and and be the the MVP that we always that we know and we love. And so that's my perspective. Um, but yeah, go nuggets we're all excited.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, guys. Listen, I appreciate you guys. Nelson, obviously, welcome back. It just seems like you both, both of you guys went on a trip recently. I'm the only one. Now it's been your turn staying here. It's your turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely do my trip probably in a couple months. Not until I get this house, though. That house is the priority right now. But um, but like, like I said, guys, I appreciate you guys being on here as usual. Um, everybody that's listening, listen, we all want the nuggets to do well. So we're all going to be, I, I'm a little nervous myself. I'm not going to lie. You know, I think this is, but it's a, it's a good nervous, right? It's a, it's yeah. because we know what the team is capable of and we just want to see them go out on the floor and make it happen. Um, and the Timberwolves will be a really good test to start off with because they have some good players. This is not going to be a walk in a park. So we the nuggets are going to have to dig deep to get this series over with. And I think they'll get it done, but until next time, guys, we will be talking after probably the second game of the series. I believe game one is tomorrow, and I think, what, the second game is, what, maybe Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. So maybe, so either either we'll do something on Tuesday to kind of preview the night, or we do something on Wednesday and we recap both games. So either way, we'll, we'll figure that out in terms of timing, and we'll probably have another guest on here for that show as well. So we will make that happen. But until next time. This is Denver Hoops and Dreams. We will be back next week for another episode. Peace. Yep.